0: Yeah, um today we're talking to Marek Irovicz. He owns a company called Boxi.cz, which is B-O-X-X-I dot Cz. Um Boxi, well kind of has or Marek's company has two legs to stand on. They they sell fish uh, to restaurants, Icelandic fish and, and fish from other yeah, Scandinavian countries um to to restaurants in, in Central and Eastern Europe here in the Czech Republic and, and the neighboring countries so as a wholesale company but they also created this boxy, which is like a retail brand where you can order fresh or frozen and fresh fish to your home and get delivered and um, so yeah I kind of I, I knew about him we started chatting after I, w- I was a customer and, and uh, I found his, his story to be interesting and, and um, we discussed on this episode uh, well, I don't know the relationship with Russia between the Czech Republic and Russians, and how Czechs are skeptic towards foreigners um, in general, and, and uh, but they still have found uh, recent love for Ukrainians, even though yeah in the past they maybe looked a little bit down on them, according to what Marek says, and uh, how he thinks that this war will play out for the region and how it affects the Czech people and uh, and the economy and, and so on. Um, yeah, and then we, we talked about... Uh, uh, let's say, the the mentality of the Czech nation, how that has been shaped through history, being a small nation amongst giants in the neighborhoods, with the Russians, the Polish, the Germans, the Italians and the Turkeys around, and how that has made them more resilient and so on. Uh, we talked a little bit about his family. His father has uh, bipolar disease and, and how it affected him and how it, how it worked out for the family. And, uh, yeah, his career and how he got into fish business, what he thinks about... Uh, Doing business with Icelandic people was an interesting thing to hear. Um, not a surprising answer, but still a little bit, <laughs> little bit interesting to just hear it straight out like this. Um, yeah, and uh, where he's going to take his business and what was the motivation for him to start this business when they were about to give up. Then he was about to become a father, so he realized that he couldn't give up. So there was a lot of lot of interesting things all over the place, angles and, 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 um, and so on. So I had a really good time talking to Mark. Um, The sponsors, guys, that Alfred Jobs, Alfred.cz, Alfred Jobs in the App Store, where you can find thousands of jobs in the Czech Republic and Slovakia. You can set up a job watch that notifies you whenever there's a new one, you can apply with one click. And you're anonymous, so nobody knows that you're there. It's not like a CV database or something like that. Alfred Jobs, Alfred.cz, check that out. And then the old bar on Cyphertova 21 in Shishkov, close to the main train station and uh, Shishkov and Vinorhati area. Um... Very popular place, highly rated on Google, TripAdvisor, and all the delivery services. And as the name says, it has oatmeals. and they have some amazing stuff. And they have a new one now that has a like a coconut cookie dough kind of thingy on top, which melts into the oatmeal. And um, it's not your regular oatmeal that you buy in the supermarket and cook in five minutes. It's it's boiled for 50 minutes. It's steel-cut oats. So it has all the nutrition. And these toppings, you know, like... Salted caramel sauce, bananas, peanut butter. And they make their own peanut butter. They make their own almond butter. They make their own salted caramel sauce. They make their own cheese cream. Everything is made by hand, daily, fresh. And uh, yeah, it's an amazing place. And they have skier also, Icelandic dairy product. Um, if you want to be strong and you, you're you doing the gym, then you want to eat skier because it has the highest protein. Per kilogram or like, you know, 10% of anything you eat, the fiskir is going to be protein. It's a very, very good product for for bodybuilding, fitness, dieting, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, And uh, same there, amazing toppings on top. Uh, The Old Bar is open during the week from 8.30 until 3 o'clock, except Fridays to 1.30. And then on Saturday from 8.30 until uh, 1.30, I think, or 2 o'clock, 1.30, yeah. So And they are also available on delivery services. So if you're staying in Prague in a hotel or something like that, you can order on an app called Walt and they will deliver it to your hotel. But you should definitely go there. It's a small place, so you have to be there early if you go there in the weekend just to get a seat. But um, yeah, check it out, the old bar. So welcome, Marek Jirovets. How are you?
1: Thank you, Almar, for invitation. Thank you. I uh, uh, have a good time today.
0: Yeah. How, how? What have you done today? What did you do today? Some work or?
1: Standard, normally, I uh, took my uh, older uh, girl to kindergarten. Then I went to one business meeting in Prague uh, city center. And then I spent a few hours uh, with the office work.
0: Uh huh, and then you're now here in the most famous podcast studio in Prague,
1: which I'm very honored to be yeah. here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to have you. So, so I, I, um, yeah, I found you actually a while ago. I found your company Boxy yep. dot Um, which you sell fish and you sell Icelandic fish. So I I ordered some from fish from your company, and then we got in touch on social media and and. I was telling you how happy I was with your service and and uh, how 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 well the let's say the customer journey was such a nice experience, and uh, yeah, and we started chatting and then I found out that you know we we could have something to talk about and and but if you maybe if you tell the listeners a little bit like what Boxy is um, in in general like
1: Boxy is an e-commerce project which started with fish because we have um uh Quite a long history and track record in a uh, fish business, but Box is, is a project uh, designed uh, especially for end customers, and we try to make long to make long story short. We try to improve the level of uh, of food and uh, especially fish in the Czech Republic. We are trying to open the fish topic. We are trying to get. Uh, information and more facts to Czech audience because you cannot really imagine how hard it is to sell fish in the Czech Republic mm. and uh, how the market is tough uh, and we built the project on uh, top quality story, sustainability
2: mm.
1: and in the fact uh, I didn't expect when we started that, that it will be uh so difficult uh, Mm. and that the Czech market is so unevolved in the fish part.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been living here in in, in Prague for um, 13 years now and uh, when I saw your company first, I thought, these are optimistic people because, I mean, Czech Republic is a landlocked country. We don't have any ocean here. There is no big tradition for fish or seafood or anything like that and and the only the only fish tradition is around christmas right i mean historically
1: yeah uh well the the history is more complicated um by the in the beginning of twentieth century uh there was a tradition of salmon uh so it's it's not not uh the fish of last Lo- local 20th. local salmon? no 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 imported uh-huh. uh but but it it was kind of common uh, common food here mm. Uh, but uh, you are uh, you are pointing out to the carp, uh, which is, from my point of view, not the best fish you can eat. Mm. But it's kind of tradition. Uh, I eat it myself with with my family as well. At Christmas, uh, there are a lot of things connected to it, like swim swimming, uh, having a live fish in your Bathtub and yeah. So <laughs> l-
0: l- take me. So basically, the, with a the carp, you some days before Christmas, you go to the street and you find someone who is selling this water carp. They sell it from big fish tanks. Yep. And you take it home alive, and you put it in your bathtub.
1: I don't do it anymore.
0: But people do. I
1: remember that we did it with our parents when I was a child. And we really had uh, a carp in our bathroom, and I cannot bathe myself for three days because we had a fish there. <laughs> it was more like attraction for uh, for children. It doesn't make any sense. But any did sense. you feed
0: it then? Were, were they no, being,
1: no, 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 no. They, 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 they're just
0: on a diet there in in the bathtub.
1: Yep. And then uh, father killed it, mother cooked it, and that's basically <laughs> all all what it is. Or the second thing the people are doing or have been doing is that they uh, let the carp free um, uh-huh. and give him a, a freedom, which basically they, they put him in, a, in, in the Viltlava River in Prague.
0: And where he dies in two days from a- po- from a- pollution.
1: Exactly, because the, the carp is being fed all his life. He doesn't know how to get uh, food. any food. Uh-huh. So he uh, <laughs> basically suffer a lot before he, he uh, dies. Uh, dies.
0: Okay, so that's a beautiful Christmas story. I've, I've, it's it's an amazing tradition. I mean, like of course every country has their own traditions, and I'm and I'm so I was so surprised when I came here because obviously coming here I realized that there is yeah there is not a lot of fish tradition, and the only kind of fish on a menu in a regular restaurant would be some salmon that is usually cooked like thirty minutes more than it needs to be cooked.
1: At least thirty minutes. Yeah, and uh-huh.
0: uh, and then then I. But then I was wondering why the fuck would a country that has no ocean and doesn't really have a fish tradition why would they pick a carp as a christmas food I don't know no but it's it's you a weird me. It's, yeah. I don't
1: know the um, it it has something to do with the with the tradition of ponds in in the Czech republic which uh, mm-hmm. which goes back to 13th, 14th century so it 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 was kind of far, farmed fish here for for centuries and centuries mm-hmm. Where the combination carp and Christmas came up, I don't know. Mm. Maybe it's because I'm I'm specialist in a sea in a seafood and sea fish. So I I didn't really get uh, th- that's that's interesting. I, I never really I never really got uh, interested in in this question. I, ha- no. I have to I have to dig in.
0: Uh, we will do episode two uh, <laughs> where where the carp tradition <laughs> came from. But I yeah, as, as I said, I I. I I, when I saw your company first, I was like, hmm, okay, that's uh, that's just like selling something in the Sahara, you know, like, uh, this must be a challenging job. And now, and now I'm just curious, like, you, how long have you been doing this?
1: We are in the fish business for six years. Mm-hmm. Boxes started one and a half year ago. Okay. And it's more like selling pork in Indonesia. Muslims, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> j- 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, ju- ju- just few numbers. Uh, average consumption per capita in, in Czech of mm. all, all the fish, uh, freshwater, sea, sea, sea fish, is approximately 5.5 kg a year. Mm-hmm. The European average is 22.
0: Yeah,
1: And the best uh, fish countries like UK, Netherlands, they are around 40. Mm-hmm. From the 5.5, 70% is salmon. From the thirty percent of the rest, is half a carp mm-hmm. for Christmas,
0: and the rest is all the fish. The,
1: the rest from from the rest, so you you have fifteen percent. Mm-hmm. From the fifteen percent, uh, approximately one third is tuna and one third is thunder uh, thunder. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you have your rest. Seven percent.
0: That's the market that you're in, (laughs) and
1: that's that's all the rest.
0: (laughs) You're 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 on that market, but you have salmon as well. But uh, how is the war affecting a business like this? Because so Boxy is B two B. You sell to you sell in wholesale, and then Boxy. No, yeah. So you have a B two B business, but Boxy is then the consumer brand, which is a home delivery of frozen fish.
1: Exactly Uh... for
0: consumers in in smaller.
1: Yeah, you, you order, you pick a time frame, we deliver directly to your home, mm. actually not only frozen, we can get to it uh, a bit later, why frozen, why not fresh in the fish, uh, but today uh, we started with uh, oysters and mussels, which are um, uh, super fresh, so uh, we are not frozen specialist only now, mm. but Boxy is expanding okay. its range. The 7% is growing to 7.01, I yeah. guess. <laughs> <laughs> and how is it now? Like,
0: now we, we have a war in, in, in Ukraine, the Russians invaded, and and um, how does that affect a business like this? I mean, do you see anything now?
1: The war does not affect the our business directly. Mm. It's more about how it affects the general... Uh, Mood or uh, general feeling in uh, among people. Mm. Uh, people are more stressed. Uh, the war uh, accelerated all the all the fears of uh, increasing prices, inflation, uh, not feeling stable. After the two years of COVID, everyone was looking forward to fresh air again, which did not really happen because of the. Vladimir Vladimirovich, and uh, the good thing for us is that we sell food, uh, and that means you you always need to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it it's not like when when you this when you are deciding whether you buy the new car this year or next year. Mm-hmm. You
0: and war doesn't change this. People always need to eat.
1: Exactly, and uh, if you are happy uh, or. I would say differently. If you take care about what you eat and how the products are made and produced and how 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 they get to them and and the food is not only about filling your empty stomach but it's more behind there for you. Mm-hmm. The food is the last thing you will you will change. You will not buy a new TV, maybe you will you will not go to to Malaysia for for holiday, you will go to Kekonocha instead. Uh you will not buy a new car, you you will wait
0: 2 years or something yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, but uh, when 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 you are buying a uh, bo- boxy quality fish, you will not start from week to week just because of war buying less quality product. Mm-hmm. The so the
0: war doesn't really affect it directly like that. It's more the general.
1: Yeah, yeah, mm.
0: yeah. And the, and and uh, but, but on on, but when you say it affects the mood, because some people told me here when 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 the war started, then they said that the first week. After the war, people were really like frozen. They didn't really, didn't buy online stuff. They didn't go to the shopping malls. And people, uh, maybe they felt like, oh, it's wrong for me to be having fun while somebody suffers or something. Did you did you see anything like this or?
1: We see it in the, in the number of new customers which we are acquiring, mm-hmm. and the number is significantly lower last month, simply because the. The information flow uh, is is uh, is is in in the only direction now. Mm. Ukraine, all the news, and and people really uh, sometimes feel guilty to
0: do to anything nice for themselves. Yeah, mm. I the I don't.
1: Me neither. Mm. Uh, it's a bullshit. Mm. I mean, uh, of course, I know it's. Uh, well, the w- war is uh, war is always evil. Mm. Uh, we help much as we can exactly we, we sent money as a companies we we sent money as uh, individuals as, as you know? individuals mm. uh, we try to help in the community as we can mm. but uh, will I change anything if I will be sitting in the corner and crying no no uh, I uh, if if I will do more good things and maybe earn a little bit more money then I can, you can help. do more yeah
0: exactly but, and it is I mean like if we look at here, I mean, we are in the Czech Republic. We were eight hours from the borders with Ukraine. We have already, I think, some three hundred thousand uh, refugees coming here. Um, and I think w- w- if if they would come here and we would all be sitting at home crying, then then we're not going to do anything for these no. people, you know. No, no, no.
1: Uh, on the other hand, um, I extremely appreciate the the wave of solidarity which we showed. In, in the last weeks, mm. I think it's connected with our historical, um, how would I say it, uh, issues with with the Russians, <laughs> and 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 you can see also with the other other nations who who is helping the most, mm. Poles, mm. because their history with with Russians is mm. is even more complicated. Slovaks, Slovaks, mm. and mm. Czechs, mm. not Hungarians because Orbán is a is, is, is a dick, uh, and and the Western Europe for them it's it's a bit too far. Mm. You know, you know, well, mm-hmm. our experience with Russians is 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 much
0: much more tangible and yeah. recent than yeah yeah. I mean, Russians were not in, they haven't been in in France or they haven't been in Spain or or no. Holland or something like that. But
1: and you can you can see it also in a in general perspective of uh, accepting uh, I don't know so- socialistic uh, ideas and communist communist ideas. You you can still s- find uh, a lot more young left-oriented alternative people in in, in Spain in, in France, who, who never really they don't know what, they, not, they don't know what they are talking about they, yes. they didn't experience the real socialism the real communism hmm. and w- what it brings of course there are some nice and sexy ideas for them well of course uh, but but the reality is totally different
0: hmm. but that's uh, it's it's an interesting thing for me as an outsider because um, you know, um, one of the first things that I learned um, when I came here was that um, Russians were bad, and I mean there is, a, there is a reason for that. I mean, there is a history between between Russia and the Czech Republic, and I, what, what surprised me about it was how strong it was still in 2000 and whatever it was that I' nine or whatever when I came here, because I mean, the Russians left in 89 or
1: 92 was the last train i think
0: yeah and uh, and they were also only here for let's say only for what 60 no no not even that 50 40 40 years right
1: well they they the, the bad times started in 48 yeah. When the Czech communists get to the power, uh, yeah. the tanks arrived 68 and and left, or the revolution was 89. So yeah, basically. Yeah, it's 41 like, years. Yeah, yeah. And
0: and then, but the, 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 I soon also learned, and also I learned, yeah, Russians are not good, and um, um, and then I learned that the Ukrainians are not really good either. Oh, um, uh, that you know that was my that was my, and, and then I learned that basically anything east of us is not good, and. Um, and there were different reasons. Some people told me, "Yeah, they supported the Russians. They were always friends with the Russians." And uh, now we all love Ukrainians, and, but we ha- and we hate the Russians even more.
1: Hmm. Uh, this is, yeah, I, I laugh a bit, but it's it, it, you know it's it's a kind of a bitter bitter laugh. Uh, the the truth is that uh, the kind of hate towards Russians it's somehow deep in in us. Mm-hmm. That's true. Of course, you cannot judge people just by the nationality. No, and I, yeah, I, yeah, I I, we
0: are generalizing very much. You I, know, I,
1: I have a lot of lot of lot of Russian friends as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, especially when when the uh, hockey plays are taking place and we play against Russian, then you can feel it
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. still
1: very, very much. And uh, you are right. Uh, we always or the general opinion on Ukrainian people were that uh, they are doing uh low qualified labor we looked at them more from above and we did not really uh, pay a natural respect to them or to most of them they were uh they were perceived uh generally like a uh, gas biters uh for us and uh it's for, for me it's, it's 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 a really complicated topic because i, I was uh, when i was younger uh, right after the gymnasium or the, or the high school i was i was working in germany and i was perceived there those times also as a guest arbeiter from uh, from uh, the eastern country
2: mm-hmm.
1: so uh, on on one hand we want all the western europe to see us as equals mm-hmm on the other hand we are not paying the same attention and giving the same respect to the people which are from uh, the east from the east and mm-hmm. it's not only it's not only ukrainians we uh, have a sim- pretty similar relation to poles uh the it's it's it's, it's kind of funny I, I i have a lot of ro- a lot of relations in in, in poland and i'm basically Polish people when they when you ask Polish people about the most favorite nation in in, Czech, in Europe they mm. say yeah Czech guys they are fun and, and really good neighbors and, and they love us <laughs> and and uh, on the other hand uh Czechs usually make jokes about about poles and yeah, how say, stupid uh, they are yeah and yeah, yeah and they, they are only buying and selling and cheap stuff and on quality food which is not true uh mm. Poland Poland is a wonderful country and uh, it's it, you can you can feel also some uh, some kind of disbalance there. Mm.
0: But I, I I know it may, may be it's maybe a touchy thing, but I I I have I haven't really met a nation that we look at here from the Czech Republic and we say they're great. Do you know what I mean? I, I I have a feeling that Czechs are very um much much uh, on guard towards anyone.
1: Yeah, because we uh this is this is from my point of view, I feel it as a as a historical problem mm. uh, at least last uh, hundred years we didn't we, we never fought in, in, in the last one and a half century for our integrity for for our nation. Mm. you know World War one okay, we have our legions and and fighters. Mm. World War Two. Uh, okay, Mu- Munich Agreement, whatsoever discussions. Could we should should we have defend ourselves? Sh- should we not? Mm-hmm. Po- Polish people, the nation suffered mm-hmm. like hell from mm-hmm. Russians, from Germans, and they have it in their blood, in their nation, national identity. Mm-hmm. We as Czechs are more like floating in between, trying uh, always finding a way how to survive uh, and how to how to play a game. We usually don't don't. Uh, uh choose strong parts and uh, and don't don't you know don't don't speak up too much uh which uh from from the long, longer point of view is a good question what what, what uh, strategy uh, nationwide is is better mm-hmm. to fight and bleed and die uh, but but you know uh, strengthen the nation and the uh, the character of the nation in 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 these bloody wars mm-hmm. Or to somehow find uh, a way to survive. Yeah,
0: I think because I, I actually had a guy here, um, uh, political scientist. He was here like two, three episodes ago. I think it's episode fifty-nine or something like that. And and he he was talking about that, which because you know if you take a look at Czech Republic and we compare it to you know Germany, is eighty million people. Poland is forty million people, and. Uh, then we have Italy to the south of us. That's I don't know fifty or sixty million people or whatever mm-hmm. they are. You know forty or, or or something. And 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 it's um and you know then you have the Turks <laughs> to the east. You know so, so and then the Russians. You know we in in some way this this survival mechanism that is built in here and is I think very visible in in you know business in literature in yep. uh, the Zweig books and all that it's like okay i i do understand that i'm fighting with a power that i can't fight i will lose this fight so i'm going to find a way to get through this in the best possible way and but with a little bit of resistance yep. i'm not i'm not going to be obedient and and it, and it and it's it's a very it's a very interesting thing because in 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 many ways this for me <clears throat> this attitude or let's say this atmosphere around how Czechs view the world or the countries around is is very, is very different from what I'm used to in Iceland. You know, because in Iceland we all, we all think that the world is amazing and every country must be so amazing and that must be better <laughs> than our country and they must be great and maybe the, some of them are and some of them not. You know, and, and it's an interesting, it's a very interesting thing here that I I had a, I have always had this feeling that you know you, yeah the Germans but. You gotta be careful with them because they.
1: But but is a good word yeah. for us. I, I I don't want to uh, sound so, sound bad. I, I'm yeah, pl- I'm proud being Czech. Yeah. Here there, there there is a uh, incredibly high amount of uh, clever, educated skilled, people. Educated yeah. people. Uh, we have a history. We have a technical skills. We have a lot of uh, wonderful startups here. Uh, mm. Basically okay we have Estonia Lithuania where the startups uh, environment is, is is really nice but uh, in uh, in the rest of the Europe and um, from the from the central and Eastern Europe Czech Republic is one of the top ones we mm. have Rohlik, we have a uh, product board we have Rosum. They're, they're, it's, it's, uh-huh. for, for such a small country it's, it's uh, amazing it's, it's amazing yeah. uh but we have our buts that's that there's always something yeah, but yeah. there's always a but. <laughs>
0: But um, <laughs> but, um, but with the war, do you, but do, do you like, uh, and, and, and the people that you talk to and, and, and your, your, I don't know, the people that you do business with, are, they, are people genuinely worried that this will escalate somehow, that it will affect us not just financially like it's, it's happening already and will happen, but, you know, like, that there is a possibility that, you know, okay, they will invade Poland next and then they will come here. You know, is that, is that something that people are talking
1: about? Yes, we are talking about these things, of course. Um, six weeks ago, no one uh, expected this. W- w- was expecting that uh, Putin will will march into Ukraine. Some of us were expecting he will take Donbas and uh, the Donetsk Republic and Luhansk Republic, and and will the the the, the occupation will stay there but it was almost uh, not able to imagine that uh, he, he will try to reach Kiev mm. so uh, from that point of view from this perspective it's really hard to say what can happen and what cannot happen well, I, I can tell you how, how I see it uh, I think that from the from the point of view uh, how, how, how the operation goes I think the Russians now know that they don't have much power and possibilities to go further. If they cannot destroy Ukraine in in a matter of weeks, there is no way they will go uh they will go further west mm-hmm. because they simply don't have the capacity and capability to do such an operation. Mm-hmm. What I'm a little bit afraid is the chain of command and uh, in in the Russian army and what 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 the beast will do when you force him into the corner. You know what I mean. Uh, If 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 Putin has has a feeling that he has lost, Mm -hmm. I'm afraid what the reaction will be.
0: Hitler, Hitler, when he lost, he shot himself.
1: That could be a good solution. Uh,
0: I don't know. I mean, but I think for me, like, uh, of course, obviously, being an Icelander here, I'm. I don't have these emotional. investment into this in in this sense of of because i mean there are a bunch of people living here that remember the russian times and you know your parents your grandparents and and, and so on um, for, for there are there is a lot of stuff in this that that doesn't make a lot of sense to me because exactly of what you were saying that if 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 russia the one of the top 5 military superpowers in the world if you take us israel probably china and and um, I remember there was some surprising country that had a huge military. I don't remember In- who India and
2: Pakistan. Yeah, yeah, those
0: guys. Yeah, and and um, but and then you think, okay, yeah, they can't take, they can't take this country. But I'm I I I'm not hundred percent sure that that was the plan to take the whole country. I think there something has been going on there that we are not hearing, and and it's and it's interesting with the, the Ukrainian president that he has now shut down a lot of the opposition parties he has and that i read some article about that 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 one of putin's friends who was one of the main op- opposition in, in political opposition he owned some media and like today you have to own a media or control a media to be anything mm. and uh, he th- that was all taken off him and closed down and his assets were frozen and this is pre- before the invasion and I and there there is something because I I don't believe it that after all these years of the Russian investment into military and 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 everything that they have they have a two million or three million people military if you take all the reserves and everything there there I th- I think that they went in with the purpose of I don't know changing the government or forcing something that they have been asking for that we don't know I don't know what it is and then the other thing is that they're actually just using baby weapons there you know like if you really wanted to, to you know terminate a city or something you would send in some bombs that would just do that you know
1: i think the initial plan was not to destroy the country entirely mm. and the plan could have been changing the ukraine into new belarus mm. basically keeping the infrastructure have a quick change in uh, in the government Installing the Russian-oriented uh, president mm. or prime minister, and uh, I think he or Russian or Putin did not expect such a defense mm. or and such a level of commitment in defending uh, the country. Mm. So, so, but th- these these are these are just thoughts yeah. and ideas. We, uh, we 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 will probably never know. No, um, no,
0: we're never we're not sitting at the right table. We're sitting at the <laughs> wrong table. Too. Yeah. But, um, and hopefully we will never have to sit at such a table. but I think it's it's a uh, on the other end also it's it's in some way um, why would there not be a war? because you know actually the last since 45 until now, minus the Balkan wars, it's the first time in history in Europe that we actually have peace for such a long time. So I think it's like in some way we are expecting, it's like your 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 friends uh, the the socialists in spain or communists in spain that have a dream about something i think it's an unrealistic dream i think it's also unrealistic to expect that there will just be peace forever
1: of course statistically it something must have come exactly sooner or later yeah and uh, it's it's all about balancing the power mm. and and the truth is that europe has has had the best 70 80 years in its history
0: yeah exactly we are really lucky to be born at yeah. this time, you yeah, know, yeah. because if we were born in 1500 or something, we would be dead. Of course. We would we would have <laughs> lived until were 25 and then t- died from tuberculosis or something. Yeah. Now they tried to t- kill us with COVID, and they didn't manage, so we're going to mm. live forever.
1: Most probably. Yes. <laughs> um
0: <laughs> yeah, but I I, I um so the, the the war isn't really do you feel that the effect of it is kind of decreasing in some way. People are not as stressed about it as they were in the beginning and the business isn't suffering
1: that much directly from, from the war. Uh, what I'm a little bit afraid that the people generally, not only in Czech Republic but uh, Europe-wise, are yeah. getting a little bit lethargic about, about the war. You know, you have it day by day in the media and then simply after one month it, it becomes a natural part of, of your of, life, of,
0: yes, yes.
1: which which is totally crazy, and every day you read the the news about the, how many tanks were were destroyed, which town towns were bombed,
0: and it becomes normal.
1: Yeah, and it should not become normal. It's mm. still war. The people are dying five hundred kilometers away from here. Mm.
0: Yeah, and that's the horrible thing. How do you think we can do? with all these people that we have brought here will it be easy to integrate them into the society here and and find them jobs and a purpose and we have re-
1: t- we have to it's a uh, it's 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 must there is no question about that mm. when when czechoslovak people were uh, fleeing from from uh, nazis and from from nazis then from communists mm-hmm. the austrians the germans U.S. wherever wherever the people went, they uh, they were the nations were able to accept them. Sometimes welcome, sometimes accept, but uh, they never did any hard times to mm-hmm. to those refugees. And it was not war refugees in the communist time; it was just political refugees.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, if someone is fleeing the the war zone, our human must is to help them. Mm-hmm.
0: But it's, it's still a, it's a huge task if you think, I mean, on the long run, because I mean, of course, the first thing is just to get them out of danger and get them somewhere where they are safe. But if you just think about it, 300,000, it's almost like Iceland. Iceland is 360,000 people. Yep. So we are here, what, 10.5, 11 million people in, in the Czech Republic. We have 300,000 new inhabitants. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's going to be a big challenge, right?
1: The good thing is that there is already a lot of Ukrainian people established and mm-hmm. the communities are established, which, which are uh, able to help now, support, to, yeah. to support and, and, uh, and accept. The second uh, good thing, what I see, is that the mentalities are pretty much similar. Mm. The
0: language is not so far away from each other either. I mean, when it, I was in Kiev, I understood more there than, than of Russian, for example. I understood more Ukrainian based yeah, on my check.
1: A bit, but it, the, the, this is not a significant uh, mm. advantage. Mm. But uh, it's it's more like about the, the the mentality. If if you put the Ukrainians in in Spain or in the UK, mm-hmm. it will be harder to integrate yeah. than uh, than in, in, in the Czech Republic.
0: Mm. But do you have a feeling that these people would then want to stay here? Let's say that the war ends tomorrow and and they and they it's safe to go back. Do you think that they would prefer to stay here?
1: 50-50, I guess. Mm-hmm. Some of them would uh, would love to stay. Um, more than half will will go home because it's their home.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, uh, I can imagine living anywhere in the world, but my home is in Prague, so I will always come back home.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. This was a little bit of a side tour, but uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so
1: what? Well, ho- hopefully, the the war will not expand. I hope it will it will end soon. Mm-hmm. We will not need to deal with any further Russian aggression. If it should happen, my escape plan is to Iceland.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I don't know. I mean, Iceland has a military base or had a military base. So, and 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 whoever wants to control the northern part of of the Atlantic Ocean, he has to have Iceland. So. Yep. I'm going to Costa Rica, but uh, okay, better uh, weather.
1: Uh, a little bit, yes. uh, but the 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 Iceland is too small and too far away. Uh, yeah. And I, I think from the military from the military point of view, you are right that the only only uh, agenda is to control the North Atlantic. Yeah, yeah. Uh But then we are talking about World War. Yeah, really, yeah. We'll <laughs> in, be, in that we'll point,
0: we'll be fighting somewhere then. Yeah. Um. Tell me a little bit about... So, so you're born here in Prague.
2: Yes, born, born and, and raised.
0: And um, and um, how was uh, how was it... You're born in, what, 84? So you don't really remember any communism or anything like that. How was it growing up here in Prague in these times? And it must have been a big change after the communists ended. Then you're, what, six, seven?
1: I didn't feel the change. Mm. I'm from the typical... Me, uh, typical normal family my mother was a teacher my father was a clerk so nothing really special about uh about <laughs> about about, uh, about my, my 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 roots uh my, my parents didn't catch the opportunity of the economical transition and mm-hmm. they did not start to uh to being entrepre- entrepreneurs and you know to go in, yeah. in their own business so for me I just have a lovely, calm childhood. Uh, spending uh, holidays at my grandma's in, in south of Bohemia, and uh, being uh, being a normal nerd in, in basic school with with all A's and trying to be the best. best uh, you're, stu-
0: co- you're a good student.
1: I was actually. This this was this this was. This Where
0: was, did it then go wrong? <laughs> It didn't go wrong.
1: <laughs> no, but uh, the the, the uh, it, it's it's quite it's quite interesting how how different the family background can be. Mm. My mother's point of view on the life was always be a good student, find a good job, don't uh, don't show yourself too much, you know, be a little bit underrated, be in the good job for as long as you can, and just head for the stabili- search for the stability and. You know, be a normal guy in a normal flat with a normal family and just don't change the things too much, mm. which was affecting me in, in the basic school. That's why I was always trying to get the A's and uh, never the B's and I was trying to be the best one. And then I have my uncle, who is the uh, the essence of entrepreneurship. He started even i think before 89 with some uh you know before the revolution with some small mm. stuff and and things and uh right after the change happened he he jumped jumped right into it and and just uh took made, off yeah took off mm. and this started to affect me when i when i was 15 16 and i start to do the summer jobs and you know weekend jobs at his at his company, mm. and suddenly I, I realized there is to, totally different approach to your life. Mm. It, and it's uh it can be different than find a stable job and stay there. Uh, and I, I I simply learned work hard, try harder, discover things, take risks, don't be afraid. Mm. And from these Two ways, I actually uh, decided to take the second one. It took me <laughs> several more years before starting the own business, but uh, somehow uh, all the way led, led to have own own business and, and taking care of myself.
0: Mm-hmm. But why do you think like this with your mom? The, because I think what you're describing your mom's abis- ambitions or, or advice to you is, I think it's a very common and and kind of a um, sign of a certain time you know like you were just supposed to get educated and, get, and find a job and stay in it as long as you can and then get a pension and you would go on one or two holidays a year you would drive to to Croatia or whatever or yeah. go to Bulgaria and, and then to, go to a cottage in the weekends or, or, or something and um,
1: that's the safe way uh, basically my mom comes from the small, town or bigger village in 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 Sh- in, 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 in some South, mm. South Bohemia
0: beautiful area
1: yeah it is and for her it was kind of big step to move from there to Prague mm. uh, to live with my father and basically yeah uh, that, that's kind of natural way for all the mothers that they want the safest way for the their children mm. of course it, it changes a bit it was also, affected by the times she was raised up and uh, you know in, in 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 the communist times <laughs> what, what 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 choices you had
0: yeah you didn't have a lot of choices
1: not not much so th- th- this is basically why why she uh she chose this 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 way of life and it's it's not it's not the question of good or bad mm. it's just different
0: and i i guess also like i if i if i think about it from my my own point of view for example when i'm when i'm growing up then it wasn't it wasn't necessarily there wasn't so many options you know you couldn't you know you yeah you just had to find a job somehow to you know build a house or buy a house and buy a car and and if if someone would have said in you know 85 or something when i was 12 yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna just travel the world and take photos and and then I'm gonna write blogs about food and I'm, that's how I'm gonna make money. People just, what's wrong with you? You know, yep. like you're you're are you using drugs? You know, and uh, but do you think that this? Because I feel in in some way, still a lot of people are affected by this um, mentality from from their parents and grandparents that. I, f- I feel like there's still a lot of social pressure on younger people here to follow a safe path. Do you st- see that? I mean, now you're you're 10 years younger than me, so you probably, you probably know people that are even younger than mm-hmm. I do. So how is this? Because this is such a dominating thing here. Family is very strong here, like you're the opinion of mom and dad and grandma and grandfather actually matters which is something that i think we have abandoned a lot in scandinavia we kind of just uh, it's not none of their business
1: it's it's moving Mm. some some way uh somehow uh i think there's a big difference between prague and maybe brno and other bigger cities Mm. and the rest of the republic Personally, I thought the, the change to be more cosmopolitan, uh, to be more active, would be would be quicker. Uh, as I said, now it will take one or two generations more to move uh, to more 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 active way. You you can see it on a, on on a election results. You can see it. Uh, on who is the president? Uh, don't, please don't talk about Mr. President. <laughs> uh, not, not my favorite topic. Uh, I, I don't want to say it's. No, not, but someone <laughs> is voting him. You know, yeah, someone yeah. votes votes F- for a guy like that. Fifty percent of people mm. are is voting for him, and mm. if you if, if if you if you take the rest of thirty percent that are not even coming to the elections, mm. they are most probably not the part of the modern active world mm. because the people who take care. Of their lives, careers, they usually tend to vote.
0: Oh, uh, no, and I think this is the interesting thing because you mentioned Orban in Hungary. I mean, yeah, he maybe he's a dick, I mean, but he's still the, the, he's the dick that they voted, you know, like and, and they voted him repeatedly. So he must be doing something correct.
1: The from my point of view, the pattern is still the same. Mm. A lot of people here or is actively hearing and responding to the stories that someone will take care of you instead of you. Mm-hmm. I don't think this works, but a lot of people try to choose the easiest way how to live their lives. Mm-hmm. And if someone tells them, I will solve all your problems. you will
0: give you five more euros per month in benefits.
1: Yeah, yeah. and uh, you will have healthcare for free mm-hmm. and... Uh, uh, the, the bloody uh, foreign companies, we will increase the taxes because they are stealing your jobs and your money. Mm-hmm. It, it still works. It still works.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't know uh, I don't know why. Uh, it's somehow connected to, to the educational system. It's somehow connected to the historical experience but in in the end in general uh, you you have such such a, such a groups of people everywhere some some in some countries they are significantly smaller mm. in some in some countries significantly bigger
0: mm. uh yeah i think it's here i mean it's just the remains of of communism I and mean, there's a lot of people that are just old that that are like the state should take care of it you know
1: and you still still think it's the remain of communism after 30 years it's, it's not it's not more about your character and uh, you know the, the simply the way of life and your family how how it uh, how it affects you and how, how, how it builds you and uh, how you build your o- opinion on uh, on the world yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. of
0: course, that there, there are people like that as well. But I just think that there are like you, because you said like I think, and that's the thing for a lot of these countries here in the Central and Eastern Eastern Europe is that you have you have the series where things are actually happening when you know where people are going to school. There are companies that are interesting industries and stuff like that, and uh, and people are are going for something. And then you have the have the put the microphone a little bit up, yeah, like this. Then you have a uh, the um, the more rural areas where people are maybe living in the same house that they lived in in 1972, and uh, the only thing that they want to do is to go to the pub and drink three beers a night and smoke half a pack of cigarettes, and then they don't they don't have any expectation. I remember I, I spoke to uh, a woman, my mother-in-law actually, um, she's not formally my mother-in-law, I'm not married, but um, yeah, Let's call her my mother in law. And I asked her, you know, I was asking her, like, how was it during communism? And she said, We had everything. And I said, What do you mean? Mm. Yeah, we could go to Lake Balaton in Hungary, we could go to the pub and we could go to the local dance. And we had everything. This is the mentality. So she is still a voter.
1: And it was it was a lot easier because you didn't have choices. You you didn't have to choose. You didn't yeah. have to decide. You didn't have to have the ambitions? You s- simply you didn't have a choice to be better or worse. It w- it was all grey.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah.
1: And and I I, and I I I'm pretty sure that for for a lot of people this was the easier easier and perfect way of yeah, life. Yeah,
0: because if you look at it now, if you look at young people now, they all have anxiety and and uh, uh, they are worried about that uh, what they should be and that the society expects them to be. You know beautiful funny uh clever creative uh educated high income traveling i mean yeah there when,
1: st- when you see all the all it's just it's just enough when you, when you scroll your instagram and, mm-hmm. and and you see all the things that you should have been that yeah. what the social pressure is there yeah. uh on 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 one side it's it, it, of course it's hard for uh for uh For a young personality, which is uh, 13, 14 years old, sometimes it can be for sure hard to to get through it. Um, On the other hand, uh, there should be something that motivates you, you know, uh, and moves you forward. It's just about to find the right balance, I think.
0: Mm, Yeah, but that's also part of, uh, I guess, the role of the parents is to to give the, the kids or their children a healthy balance of, Choice and discipline, or, or you, you know what I mean, to to make sure that they they understand that in order to achieve something, you need to do something. Because I feel a lot of the discussion, maybe more with your friends in the Communist Party in Spain, but uh, they are they are thinking that I should get something. I don't really need to do anything to get it, mm. Mm. and that that doesn't work. The moment that you disconnect effort and reward, then then we're fucked. <laughs>
1: Exactly. <laughs> there is nothing free in mm. the world.
0: You, but you, you, So you got into entrepreneurship yourself. You know, you you worked with your uncle and his companies.
1: The way was a little bit longer. Mm. Uh, I started working when I was uh, at the university, which I didn't finish because mm. I was working too much and I still always had time and time and time to finish, and you know how it is. Mm. And then, and then I, in the end, I spent uh, 13 semesters studying the University of Economics in Prague and didn't even get the bachelor degree. Mm-hmm. But uh, looking back at this at this time, the university gave me what I, what I needed or expected. Uh, connections, friends, and somehow changed the way I was thinking about things and uh, perceiving the problems. So, okay, I don't have a degree, which uh, my mother still hates, <laughs> mm. but uh, in the end, it's not the most important thing in my life.
0: Mm. And I don't think it harmed you in your, in your career not to have the degree.
1: It would probably harm do, do some harm if I tried to push like uh, employee career mm. in,
0: a, in a corporate
1: yeah it could mm. be it, it could have been a limit but uh, i started in exxon mobile as, as a student job uh, typical shared service center job then i had a wonderful two years in a robert half uh, recruiting company uh, perfect time those times uh, mm. economy was uh, was booming mm. and we were selling like hell it's uh it's 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 funny for for me it's a it's a bit funny a lot of people imagine working in a recruiting agency like uh, you are a you are a HR professional or psychologist and so you, you're you a work sales with pro- you're just no, a salesperson you are selling people mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing else and uh, then I uh, then I had the. Uh, the experience with uh, one of the ex-colleagues, uh, we or he, he set up an investment fund which did not end well. Mm. Basically, a lot of people and a lot of close friends and family lost a lot of money there. Mm. Uh, pretty much significant moment for for me when I realized that uh, I only want to do things that I have some control over, uh, mm-hmm. and not no I don't want to be in the projects that I cannot. Mm. That I cannot control, and uh, that I the, where where uh, I I am responsible in the point of view of the customers and people, but I I am not really able to to make a difference. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, that was extremely important moment for me,
0: like a lesson.
1: Yeah, lesson learned.
0: But uh, you you sorry you you keep saying your mother your mother your mother as a she was telling you what kind of life you should live and she was not happy that you didn't finish your your university (laughs) degree. What about your father? He didn't have any ambitions for you or or, or give you some guidelines in life.
1: Uh, The relation with my father is a little bit more difficult, Mm -hmm. I would say. Uh, He's definitely not a bad person. Uh, He's still my dad and I I, I love him. Mm. Uh, but there were some bumps on the road that uh, simply formed the, the relation. And the truth is that uh, from uh, if, if I should name two, uh, two people who formed me, it would be mother and it would be my uncle. Mm-hmm. And th- the mixture of these two attitudes uh, made me who I am. Mm-hmm. My father always had the... Uh, the ambition to be a professional football play, player, which never happened, and basically football stays the well, one of the most important parts of his life. Being a fan and playing like for fun. Uh, my parents got divorced when I was when I was fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, my and <laughs> this is also a. a tr- uh, connected to what we are talking about, uh, about my mother, how how or generally the mothers, how they try to protect the the children. Uh, my mother knew it like eight nine years before that uh, she don't want she doesn't want to live with my father anymore, but uh, because of me and my brother, she was waiting until we are uh, old enough to accept the change. They she wanted for us. To have a whole family in our in our in our childhood, mm. which is kind of, I don't know. It's beautiful, but beautiful it Doesn't work s- in reality. Slash uh, stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. She uh, and it it, it 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 wasn't always easy with uh with, with my father. Why? Was was
0: he drinking or something or what was the?
1: No 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 no. Uh, I'm probably the worst drinker in, in our family. Mm. <laughs> uh my, my father has a, bi, a bipolar disease, disease yeah. or I, I don't know how it's how it's how it's called uh in in English and uh and
0: how did that affect the home like did did
1: it it did it didn't affect the home from my point of view when when we were at home with with my brother uh, my mother somehow was able to uh, manage around ma- this. Ma- manage around and, and keep us apart from from that
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: but it was one of the reasons why it didn't work and not because of the illness it's it's the illness it's disease it happens uh, th- that's not a bad bad thing mm. uh, but when you have a disease you should act like you have one. You should visit doctors. and Take responsibility for it. Take responsibility and and, and behave accordingly. Mm -hmm. Which, unfortunately, uh, my my father uh, did not really manage to do. Uh, From uh, me personally, uh, I felt it first time after they got divorced and he had the first... uh, uh, attack or I, I don't mm. or, or, or like a breakdown, breakdown. Mm-hmm. it's not really a breakdown but basically for the first time in, in, when I was 16 I I suddenly realized there is something uh, mm-hmm. which I didn't know <laughs> that, that is there mm. and my mother said okay uh, I'm not taking care anymore uh, <laughs> I did for a long time so not anymore and suddenly it was it was up to me and my uncle to deal with that. And uh, I don't blame my father to have a disease, naturally not. Mm. I blame my father not to be responsible, be responsible for, it.
0: for it. But I think um, with bipolar, people go down and they go up, you know. They, they have yeah. these big fluctuations between the moods and they can be very depressed and they can be very high. And when they're high, everything is amazing and great. And when they're low, nothing somehow works and and the bad thing about i have a little bit of experience with this myself from from a a person that i know the medicine that at least was available like 15 20 years ago in this was it makes you completely flat so the people who are bipolar they often when they go on medicine they they feel numb somehow you know they they're not happy they're not unhappy they're just somewhere in between you know
1: I think the medicine went a little bit forward. the The medication is not that strong anymore, mm. and of course, the the medicine you take, you take it to uh, to cut off the yeah the uh, tops, the, the and, tops yeah. And, and the uh. lows, yeah and low. So somehow it affects you to be not so happy and not so sad.
0: Yeah, but it just just you, you still need to feel something.
1: Yeah, uh, when you don't take the medicine it can be okay for weeks for months mm-hmm. even for years mm-hmm. and then suddenly something it, hits breaks, you. U- it breaks out mm-hmm. suddenly uh, start uh, you, and your mood start oscillating and the oscillations are bigger and bigger and bigger of course we have some uh, some funny stories from from the points of uh, the, the, highs. the highs and the the, mm. the mania uh, and uh, but on the other hand the depression Things and uh, Mm. the the depression moods are uh, threatening uh, the person. Uh, Mm. You have the suicidal thoughts thoughts and and, and so on. So, and then it's uh, it's much harder to stop it.
2: Mm.
1: It usually ends with the hospitalization and with a lot harder medicine, Mm. which which makes you a zombie for a few weeks. Mm. And they really need to like control you and take take all the brain activity down and and, and, and the, the 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 people really look like zombies because the medication is really hard mm. so the question is is it is it okay to take one pill a day which now is quite okay and okay you maybe are not super happy
2: mm. and
1: and super sad but but you still have You function yeah yeah and you are able to function mm. or is a better way to to take the risk mm. I think the first way is Much better option,
2: yeah.
0: But um, did you, when your mom told you about this, when you realized this when you were 16, did you, I don't know, did you then look back at your childhood and say, ah, now I understand this? Or do you know what I mean? Were there any...
1: No. So there there... were
0: no signs that you felt like, oh, how could I miss this?
1: No, no. Uh uh I think my mother was just too good to uh, protect us. Mm-hmm. So we, me and my brother did, did not notice. There was no aha moment mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
1: when when we realized that, okay, this explains the thing yeah, five yeah, years ago yeah, yeah, yeah. at the Croatian vacation. Yeah. No, 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 uh, no. Nothing like that. Nothing and
0: like how, how was it? So you say that you and your, your uncle were respo- kind of responsible for the relationship to your father after this, your, mo- your mother and your father divorced. How... I mean, how what do you mean by being responsible
1: at At the time when the, the disease breaks out and, and, and the mood is really oscillating, mm. you have to push the person to basically uh accept the hospitalization, because there is no other way mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it, it, at some At some point, you cannot uh, correct it by taking a pills. At some point, you need to be in hospital under 24 hours surveillance, surveillance and they really need to drag you hard. Mm-hmm. The person which is in that that point obviously doesn't notice that you need the hospitalization.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So you, at first you try to convince him. At the second point, you try to convince the hospital to... Take him, yeah. take him and force him of course the doctors are super careful about hospitalizing uh, about taking someone by force by force because they are naturally afraid of the of, of the lawsuits and uh, and whatsoever so the <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of funny you, you can call police the police will take him and and the uh, the the magic formula is that the the, the person needs to be uh, dangerous to himself or uh, to people other people around, yeah. to people around. Mm. And it, it's not, it's not enough when I tell or uh, the family tells. Basically, there's needs to be a police report. Mm-hmm. Usually, when when you try when when something is happening and you try to call the ambulance and the and the police, you know to ho- to have it all protocol and so on in in that 20 30 minutes one hour the person reacts and behaves pretty much normally so mm-hmm. usually n- nothing happens because the policemen are coming and say okay yeah i understand we know we are coming uh time to time to do things but he is not dangerous to himself or someone around right so, now yeah. yeah so we there is nothing we can do and and the hospital will not accept Mm. So basically, you are you are playing the game with three balls in in the air and mm. trying to get him to the hospital as soon as possible. Uh, the, uh, he doesn't want to go there, and uh, you are trying to get get this done as as fast as possible because you <laughs> you are pretty much aware of of, of the the danger mm. dangers and uh, and threats that uh, can happen tomorrow, the day after.
0: And how long uh, is this still going on? Or how long did it go on for you that you had to be involved in? So are you still, is your yeah, father still alive? And, and
1: yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's he's <laughs> he's very much alive. And uh, you cannot cure the disease. The, there is mm. no end. The, yeah. It it will be with him mm, the whole life. Mm. Uh, the question is how often it will it will it will break out. Last six seven years, I have to knock. Uh, we are fine.
0: Let's mm-hmm. not gonna. Yeah. So, um, and, but how is it, like, uh, because, I mean, m- mental disease or or any sort of issues like this have always been a little bit of a taboo, which is really weird, because, I mean, if, if I break my hand and I need to go and get help, it's not, I, I'm actually, I would... I'm like a hero. Yeah, yeah, I broke my hand, but I still played five minutes of the game and then I drove myself to the hospital. But if I would tell someone, oh, I got a nervous breakdown in the shopping mall, but I still drove myself to the hospital, I would just, what's wrong with you, guy, you know? Uh,
1: it, it was a taboo for a long time. Mm. The good thing is that it's not anymore. And the society uh, in general is able... And willing to speak also about these unpleasant things, and mm. and uh, uh, suddenly now, not not suddenly, but uh, but it it, it evolved uh, in in last year. You are not stigmatized when 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 you uh, say, okay, I have a mental disease, but mm. I take it responsibly and I do whatever I need to be to be uh, to be fine. Mm. So th- th- this is a per- th- this is a perfect change. The second question is: the is is, is the psychiatric uh, care in Czech Republic and anywhere else in the Europe need, needs some, I would say, tune up and uh, yeah, modernizing <laughs> and,
0: and, and increase. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, uh, this untabooising this this topic also leads to
0: new problems.
1: New problems of uh, basically, how how would I say it? Uh, Ten years ago. Uh, and uh when i was when i was sad or something was wrong i i went with the guys to have a 10 beers got drunk got <laughs> have a brutal hangover in the morning and, and and basically talk talk myself off and it it was it was okay mm. today with the same thing the people goes to a psychiatrist and like to take a medicine which is also not 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 mm. a good way
2: mm.
0: but i think i think that is a, let's say, with the openness about this, it's actually really interesting because um, it becomes like a mainstream thing, like, uh, I don't know, being depressed, having anxiety. It becomes, I don't know if, if this is right, a lifestyle in a way. Mm-hmm. That, and, and it's 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 also... A lot of people are going to be angry when they hear this, but it's also an easy way out because it it kind of takes away a lot of your own responsibility for your happiness, for yep. your... I don't know job whatever you know.
1: That's 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 what basically what w- what I meant. You 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 named it, and I I said exactly the same way.
0: You want me to take the blame for naming it? You, know? <laughs> yeah. see, you didn't want to say it. You, ma- you made me say. I just didn't. I just
1: didn't. I just didn't find the right words. But mm-hmm. but, uh, but 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 it, it is like it is. It's mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it's misused for being just, uh, simply an excuse.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: Which is also okay. Let's let's talk about uh, mental health. It's it, it's it's definitely an issue. Uh, burnout for the top managers. Uh, uh, bullies in 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 in, in, uh, in the kindergarten. Mm. Uh, th- these are all aspects of, of your mental health. I was
0: a bully. Uh, yeah, for ma- yeah, many years, Jesus Christ. But I was also bullied a lot, and okay, I just bullied, In- instant bullied.
1: karma. So it was like yeah, taking an- and giving. It was <laughs> a perfect
0: circle. I was being bullied by older kids, and then I bully, uh, I bullied older kids, and every, I t- and sometimes I tried to bully people, but they would beat me. But I would still try to bully them. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there was actually there was a, it's, and I think a lot of these kind of things, like, um, um, without saying, let's say, without um discounting the the, the, the the seriousness of mental problems. But I think I think a lot of things go like for example, ten years ago you had never heard about introvert and ex- extrovert or fifteen years ago. Mm. We didn't even I mean I didn't even know those terms. And then there came some, I don't know, online test and people could take a test and then there came a book, The Life of the Introvert and How to Live as an Introvert in an Extrovert World and blah, 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 blah. And then in just like six months, everybody became either an introvert or an extrovert, which (laughs) they didn't know before. I had no idea. Maybe I was an extrovert, but Mm -hmm. I had no fucking clue because nobody had given that label to me. And I I think that's happening with a lot of Lot of things that you know we are, we are creating some problems, and then a lot of people are adopting those problems on themselves, mm. and helping it maybe helps them feeling that they belong to something or identifying themselves somehow. I don't know.
1: That's uh, for, uh, for me. This 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 is a, um, a extremely big topic of uh, amount of information that is available. Mm. The quality of the information and the uh, ability of an individual to sort out the information yeah. and work with them. Mm-hmm. And that's, it, that's true. And yeah, uh, th- the world pushes you to identify with the groups, mm. Facebook, Instagram, yeah. this and that, and, and and basically as you have much information available you tend to use shortcuts and don't go really deep mm. and simply put labels
2: mm.
0: yeah that's true and i think yeah i mean like <coughs> it's a total information overflow that's going on in the world so it, i think it's really really hard for people to dig because they feel that okay if i'm digging into this then i'm missing this you know like now this you know, will, t- will smith guy he punched the guy in the oscar ceremony and no one will remember it in three days. No, it no. will be something new.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also when, when you take the world twenty or twenty-five years ago. Years ago, mm. you had like paper newspapers, mm. and you only had professional journalists. Okay, they have. Uh, he was right-oriented or left-oriented. They yeah. they, they perceive the topic from uh, from their point of view, but. All the time, or always, it, w- it was an agreement between uh, experts or, or people who are professional journalists and have some codecs And mm-hmm. basically, the, the information which, which came to you were somehow professionally qualified, managed uh, and qualified, filtered. Yeah.
0: Now it's just whoever is first with whatever.
1: And uh, you don't ha- you, you don't you don't find the responsibility now of the authors especially on the, on on uh, on the social uh, social media facebook mm-hmm. and, and these things everyone can write everything without uh, being responsible for it uh so the i think the big issue and the big topic of coming years will be uh how should we regulate the uh, the Facebook and and mm. the internet in the way that uh, it doesn't do more harm and uh, be uh, you as a, as an author mm. of a blog or everything uh, uh, you should be somehow responsible for what you what you write how you how you how you work with, with with the information.
0: But it's a dangerous it's a dangerous thing because I mean we we saw it in 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 the, in in COVID for example that there was obviously one story yep. that was approved. And anyone who would question that story or ask, "Is this really correct?" or "Should we maybe look at the data?" Should we? Mm. Is it maybe a chance to stop before we put put this in mm. five year old kids? You know, like yeah. whenever you came with something like this, they would censor it or they would ban you. Or, or and and I, so I'm I'm very skeptic about regulation.
1: Me, me too. Uh, I I don't want to say that we should regulate it mm. uh, hard. Uh, I, I I I just. Feel that this will be a topic, and we need to find a good way how to how to work with the with the information and with the with the responsibility and 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 these things.
0: And I think also like because for me, I I I have to, you know, the only only thing I can trust is my own judgment. You know, like so, whenever I see something, um, wh- whether it's the war in Ukraine, whether it was COVID, I and it's just in my nature. My parents hated it. Um, Especially my father, my teachers hated it. I always ask, but why? But why is it like this? I want to see the other side. I want to hear more. I want to know more. That that's my responsibility as an individual, and and that's not to be overtaken by all the information. You know. You are one
1: of you. Uh it's it's. It, uh, let's go. Let's get back uh, thirty minutes uh, in 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 our talk. be uh, it's easier not to ask? Mm. You know, it's 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 much easier when you don't ask why. You yeah. don't have to think.
0: Mm. I always ask and they fucking hated it you know like and, but I I', will ne- I will never stop asking because it, uh, the, that's the only way that I can look after myself and make up my opinions and and, and stuff like that
1: yeah I do the same way but mm. uh, it's it's not normal no people maybe. don't want to ask because it makes you think and makes you dig deeper and makes you get another source of information mm. and it's complicated it takes time. You have to think it hurts.
0: And you can lose your tribe <laughs> because you can ask a question that makes you change your mind. Yeah. And then you lose the tribe that you belong to.
1: Uh that's why I try to be in a in a discussion club, basically. The tribe should be open to discussion. I uh, I don't need to agree with you, but let's talk about it.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, oh, it's true. But I think but I think that topic also, like I think people are very um very much seeking to just be around people that agree with them. And I see for example I, I use Twitter and and, uh, and I find it so fascinating when people write something like, Oh, I just blocked this asshole and then I comment on it and say, Listen, you should never block anyone because you know then then you have only people around you that are saying the same thing and you, you just you, you won't see the correct world. Uh, and but, then but everyone hates my comment because I'm saying, oh you should never block anyone. And they love the response. Yeah, but I block assholes, yeah. and and it's the fastest way to hell, because you will just be surrounded by yes people.
1: <laughs> it is, but uh, again, it's easy. It's uh, you, you, you are uh, the, the people who uh, who ask uh, disrupt your comfort zone. It's yeah, it's, but it's.
0: it's fucking online, you know. Like what the fuck? My comfort zone is not in my telephone. It's it's who I am, you know. It's my personality, and they can't take that away from me, you know.
1: A lot of personalities are. Bone is, are bound strongly to, to, uh, to the phones, phones. Yeah, I uh, uh, sometimes I, I think I, I lose the track of, of, of the <laughs> of these things going on, but I, I feel it the same way. I ask uh, my personality is not uh, not in my phone or computer, but it, mm-hmm. it's about talking here with you and, and, and dis- discussing topics. Mm.
0: talking about bones there's a lot of bones in fish. Yes. So what brought you into the fish bu- business? I mean, why the fuck does a, a Czech guy that has been an immigrant worker in Germany go into bringing fish to the Czech Republic? <laughs> uh,
1: by an accident. As, as usual, all, those, all the stories uh, are, are by accident. Mm. I, was, I was working uh, those times six, seven years ago for my uncle's company because we always knew that we will try it me working there full-time, but uh, quite, quite soon I was pretty mature after after the first year that it will not be the way. Basically, we see things differently with my uncle business-wise mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. the company, and because it's his company, uh, it was, it was uh, up to me to, to find, find a different way in, my, in, in the life and i was i was mainly responsible for uh for export uh, the company uh is uh, is a machine building company basically active in a in a industrial automation so we were building uh, a big lines end of the line packaging palletizing and these things so i i totally did not know anything about fish uh the only only thing connecting me to to fish was my uh my 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 hobby in in good restaurants and and food and and, and cooking, mm. and I had one really really small Icelandic client buying few semi-automatics machines, and uh, these two guys came came to Prague one day, and we we got drunk a little bit, and. I don't know if it's true, but they they, they told me that uh, every Icelander either works in fish business or the family is in the fish business or at least the friend is in fish business. Yes. So they they and they and uh, all the Icelanders I met in my life they they are proud to be Icelanders and they promote the the top quality fish they have mm. in in the ocean. So basically, they ask me uh, if if uh, we eat fish here in Czech Republic. So I got a little bit offended and I say, oh, well, "Of course we eat fish. We are not, we are not uh, caveman. caveman." and he said, "Okay, okay, okay, sorry, and, and, and didn't want to be rude." And do you do you eat fish from Iceland? I say, Pfft. "I don't know. It's fish. Fish is a fish. I don't know where where it was born." And we were talking a little bit more. I I did a uh, small market research and really saw that no one is importing top quality fish and that the. Fish market generally in in Czech Republic and 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 Central Eastern Europe is not very much evolved and it's more like price based and oriented, not not about the stories and the quality. So I was so naive, uh, screaming like uh, perfect! I found the found a market gap and this this is the this is the golden pot and, uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, na na, na naive. Uh, but but it was good. We didn't know anything about fish. If we if we knew mm. with my with my you would never partner, have started. No, exactly. No. That's the
0: best way to start. Yeah. just jump in.
1: Yeah. So uh, I I I talked over uh, my, my my business partner David to to join me, and uh, we had the, the initial idea was to focus only on the Czech Republic, and deliver the the fish from Iceland directly to restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met Pierre Bulls. Uh, we call him Fish Pope. He, he's uh, he's an evangelist of uh, of fish in the in the Czech Republic and basically central Eastern Europe. A Belgian guy who came here, ninety two, ninety three, with the first box of Norwegian salmon and, 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 and stayed here and built built basically helped to build up the the whole fish business in in in, in the Czech Republic.
0: So that was a b- guy from Belgium. Uh-huh. Yeah, but
1: but it's uh, for for a very long time established in in, uh, in, in Czech Republic, mm-hmm. and he said, "Okay, guys, uh, I, I love your enthusiasm, but you will not sell it to the restaurants. You will be here at at, at my platform, and you will, uh, I will help you, and you will, you will uh, deliver the fish to whole Central and Eastern Europe. I I will try to introduce you, and I will help you. Mm. So we were looking." on each other with David and uh, basically we could follow our own business plan to and deliver to restaurants or leave it as it was and after one 20 minute long meeting uh, give us to the hands of Pierre and and, and uh, trust him and and good on this way uh, so we decided to go Pierre way mm. which turns out to be kind of kind of good decision and we we set up the fish ice the company Icelandic Fish, and we started importing the fish. Not, not, not we, we, now we are with Icelandic Fish is is not a wholesale company. It's basically an importer company. Yeah. We yeah. D- we deliver to Macro Metro, for example, yeah. and uh, today we we deliver fish to seven countries in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, still based on the same values we started with: uh, transparency, sustainable catch quality and uh, and perfect uh, perfect customer service
0: what is it that makes why is Icelandic fish like um, is that these things that you say sustainability traceability is that or is is there a quality difference you know is the, is it a better fish or
1: it's it's not real it, it's not like you can tell that all the fish from iceland are better than all the fish from the rest of the europe
0: because it kind of swims around i guess also yeah
1: but it's about the way how you in iceland treat the fish how you, how you fish it it's about the system of the quotas you are not overfishing
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh Somehow, and this is what what I love about Icelandic people. You you somehow you have the respect to nature in in your DNA because mm. uh, you you cannot. Uh, okay, is an, is an island in the middle of Atlantic Ocean, and you cannot really fight the nature. You always had to find find a way how to live alongside with the nature and respect it and and you know take and give back. And, mm. and th- this is, I think, very much deeply in, in, in you and in the way you, you do the business mm. and you treat the fish. And this is what we like and you don't find it anywhere else.
0: Mm. But um, And how how was it when you started showing up here to, to places and told them I have this Icelandic fish here, do you want to buy it? I mean, how?
1: Actually, I don't know, Almar. Uh, imagine that two guys from the middle of the Europe with no... And really zero history in fish business. Come to a buying department of Macro Czech Republic and mm. offer totally different top quality product from Iceland. Mm. Uh, it was a magic. I don't know. I don't know why, but the Macro Czech Republic gave us the chance. They invested a lot of time and money uh, into the project and effort together, and we built it up and introduced the the whole new portfolio. And it worked, and from that point of view, uh, we uh, we were able to use this reference to to other markets, mm-hmm. and then it was it was a bit easier. Uh, we also maybe a small part of why we are still there and why we made it. It was that uh, those times when we started the company, uh, my girlfriend was pregnant, and David's girlfriend's. Girl, David's girlfriend was pregnant so somehow we felt that we don't have any other option mm. than it to has to work yeah we we had to succeed we we did, we didn't have a choice mm.
0: but that's the, the I, I was actually talking to a friend of mine um he has four <laughs> he has four children I, I don't have any children and and he has four kids and, and he told me he said if I would have known before I would never have had all these kids but you're young and you're struggling and it doesn't really matter if you have just one extra kid and you you struggle a little bit more (laughs) and he said it's such a great motivator to you know to build a business to keep a job to build a house you know like it's such a driving force as you're saying now like okay there's someone coming here into this world that I'm going to be responsible for (laughs) I I better make this work you know because otherwise you would have to go back to your uncle
1: uh, yeah, maybe maybe uh, we we would just give up at some point. It was tough. It t- it took us two years. Basically, we got to to a point. Mm. It was bef- before the Christmas 2017 when uh, I got like like last four thousand Czech crowns on my account, and the credit card was totally maxed, drained. Yeah. And maxed. David was in the in the pretty much same. position. Four thousand
0: check crowns is what, hundred and fifty euros. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: David was in the same position. Okay, he had a flat. I had a flat, which we still had something to sell. Mm, mm. But uh, you don't want to come home and say to your girlfriend, wife and yeah. uh, or I'm girlfriend selling the flat with with a with a six month or one year old baby. Okay, darling, we are selling <laughs> the flat because the business is not running, uh, running pretty much well. Um, and we had we had this Christmas 2017 in front of the in front of us, and we said, "Okay, this is the moment now or never," mm-hmm. and we have to uh, the, the the Christmas have to kick us a little bit and give us the, the boost, know, yeah. the boost. Mm-hmm. And it happened. We really we really try tried so hard to be to have a successful December those days, and it worked mm-hmm. because we we cannot really imagine. Coming home and selling the flats, we would yeah. we would most probably, if if there w- wouldn't be the families, we would most probably close the company and get back to
0: some jobs. Some or, job.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's it's a great motivator yeah. when when you have the family.
0: Yeah. But then, then you you take these, um, you kind of take the the product, and 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 I think you told me when we we chatted before that. <clears throat> You were trying to get it into like retail stores. I mean, so this is like, let's say, the B two B side of the business where you're you're actually selling uh, to restaurants and on, and wholesalers and stuff like that. And then you wanted to do, get into retail.
1: Yeah, uh, because M- Macro is a wonderful partner. Mm-hmm. We work with them: Czech, Slovakia, Poland, Austria. But it's not a standard shop when ev- where, yeah, yeah, where normal can go. people go. Yeah. Oh. So we said, okay, we want to get these products to to standard retail chains so mm-hmm. that the general public can can reach them, can afford them, and we want to tell the stories. And we were discussing this for one and a half, two years with the retail chains, and we always end up with with, with the same things. It's beautiful, we love the taste, we love the product we love the product, we love the story. The marketing departments was super happy that they, they have something mm-hmm. to communicate. But in the end, they we ended up by, by the Excel sheet, and they told us, "Okay, but uh, we needed thirty percent cheaper." I say, "Come on, guys, we we don't understand each other."
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> totally, it's it's, it's like uh, east uh, and west. Yeah, yeah, how can they, how after the two years, how can how can you tell me to do it thirty percent cheaper? Mm. So we uh, after this talks we came to the point that uh, and in those times the Icelandic fish the wholesale company was working already quite well mm. so we said with they we, we said with David uh, one one evening in a, in a pub and uh, was discussing this topic and uh, that's
0: where you solve all the world problem yeah
1: mm. yeah, yeah. it works <laughs> and basically we had uh, we have we had those times two uh, two possibilities either uh, stay in our comfort zone and Keep pushing the Icelandic fish, the the, the mm. wholesale company, and improving it. And it was already those times earning some money, and we it was quite. I, I don't say easy, but it was working. Or we take all the cash we <laughs> we earned and uh, and try a new adventure. And we said, okay, let's go for it. And that that is boxy. And we said that when we when we are not able to get the products into the standard retail chain we have to do it our on our own mm. and offer it to to people but uh, in our own way so mm. we uh, so we decided that David will keep uh, working on uh, on the wholesale and I will be responsible to build the boxy project and run run the boxy project mm-hmm.
0: and and how because I remember, yeah, it's 2019, right? That you start Boxy or, or 20. 20, to 20. I thought to myself, these are very optimistic people. Um, to to sell fish here, and um, and I, I I'm I'm just curious because what I what as as an expat that c- came here, I came here from Denmark. You know, one of the most expensive and luxurious countries that you can live in, and and from. To Denmark, I went from Iceland that is also expensive and, and luxurious yeah. and everything is available. And And I remember when I came here in 2009, I mean, that's not like, you know, that's still like recently, relatively. It was super hard to find good products, you know, like you had to go, I remember like people are like, yeah, you, you. this is your butcher, this is where you go for this if you want proper olive oil. And it was always expensive. Mm. And I remember, for example, I could buy stuff here that I could buy in Denmark, it was more expensive here. And I was like, how the fuck can this be? Because the salaries are lower, everything else is cheaper, but there were certain goods that were categorized somehow as a luxury.
1: I think that we still have such a problem. Mm. Uh, generally, the, the quality... It's your
0: pr- stuff, not luxury. I mean, it's a no. it's, it's top quality product.
1: But is isn't luxurious. Why, why, why should a good quality fish be luxurious? It, does, it doesn't make sense. You should eat the fi- the good fish every week it mm. uh, shouldn't be a luxurious product
2: mm.
1: uh, but it, it has something to do with, with, with the general level of, of food quality here we are still a lot lower than uh, than Denmark Iceland mm. uh, UK and a lot of good food which is sold in, in Denmark, in Iceland as, as a standard quality is labeled here as luxurious and is overpriced mm. And I hate it <laughs> I, 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 I totally hate it uh, we the uh, our our the greater good and and the big mission we have with boxy is try to change this We want to sell good quality product authentic product which are produced in a sustainable way at fair prices we are uh, we are not charity of course we are businessmen we, we want to earn money but uh, I don't want to. You know, uh, cod loin—the uh, best part of cod. Mm. Okay, cod is a, uh, cod is a beautiful fish. Of course, it doesn't cost two hundred crowns a, a kg because it's is impossible. So at Boxy, we have it for something like eight fifty. Uh, which is
0: which is what thirty euros? Yeah, mm.
1: uh, thirty euros more or less. Mm. Uh, but you can it's cheaper
0: fi- than in Iceland though. Yeah. So, yeah, okay.
1: Uh but but you can you, you often you can find it for 1200 1300 mm. having being something luxurious. The same thing with 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 oysters. We are now selling the the six pack for 10 euros
2: mm.
1: with knife. Mm. Uh and you can find find it for 20 euros, 25 euros, six six oysters. Come but on.
0: Why why do you think this is? Is it because is it like kind of a um, that this market uh, because I have a feeling when, uh, that now we have a middle class here. Now we actually have a bigger group of people that can afford to buy themselves nicer products. 10, 15, 20 years ago, you had rich people and poor people, and there wasn't a lot between. Yep. So the market for, let's say, better products was very small, but had a lot of money and w- and didn't really care what they paid for. They would go and buy an olive oil for 50 euros and they wouldn't even think about it. Yep. <coughs> Whereas you would... So, I I have this feeling that but there are certain places here that I'm not going to mention because I there's no reason to bad mouth them but I feel that there are certain places that kind of live still like it is like this
1: they they do uh they they and I don't know maybe maybe it's a relict of of what you say mm. and uh but 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 it's it still works uh wh- one thing is that the standard retailers the standard ones are Fighting with 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 the basic products with uh,
0: bananas and bread and, and bread milk, and yeah. they,
1: they have like a extremely low margin there like mm. uh, two three percent sometimes they go uh, with Minus, the dumping yeah. price mm. and they try to uh, re uh, to to win the margin back on uh, on more premium or more quality mm. products and they overprice them and because. Uh, a lot of people here don't don't really have the the experience how it should taste how it should work uh they simply buy it for, for, for even the higher price and they, they think it's okay when, when, when you pay uh for ten ten euros for one mango mm. which is not so th- this, this 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 is this is one one of the parts and the 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 second reason with these smaller shops or maybe not, not the biggest retailers but the small ones is simply because they can sell it for the high price so why should mm. they sell for lower mm. uh, our yeah but our, they
0: may if they lower the price by 10% they might increase the sales by 40 percent
1: maybe and they say always maybe
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, our strategy is uh, I I want to teach people eat better fish better food mm. more often mm. and I'll, I I will be more happy if if you buy a, a good cot at boxe, Every month,
0: instead of once a year,
1: e- exactly. Instead mm. of once a year for thirty uh, percent higher price.
0: I'll tell you something in Iceland. When you know, we we uh, we are traumatized people my age from from how how fish was used in Iceland because we had this super. I mean, as you're saying, we have really good quality fish. We have responsible fishing. We have this high quality products. You know, high protein, high omega three, everything. It's yeah. like it's like a superfood, and. Our moms took this stuff they didn't we didn't get the cod we got the haddock uh-huh. and they put the haddock in, into a pot with potatoes and they boiled it there for like an hour mm-hmm. or until the potatoes were boiled and then we mashed it and we put ketchup on it <laughs> it's like I, it's like going to a church and peeing on the cross it's like, like you just don't do this so when i moved away from my parents when i was 21 i uh, one of the and this was 3 4 times a week this dish oh and it's, ho- it's horrible, and it's traumatizing. And and then I remember when I moved away from my parents when I was 21 in university, and I, and I said to myself, I would never eat fish again for the rest of my life. And I stuck to it for more than 10 years. I didn't eat fish. I think I, think I didn't eat fish until I was 35 again. Really? So f- 13, 14 years, I just never ate fish because I was just traumatized. And then I learned you know the cod loin, i learned the, all the fat fishes and how you can cook yeah. them differently and all the beautiful things you can do with this ingredient and how good it feels if you if you eat it in the right way because fish isn't heavy but it's exactly. still filling and and I, and, and and then I, I, I and and but the yeah the funny thing is that you know like being from this country that makes this amazing ingredient mm-hmm. we just don't know how to use it you know <laughs> or we didn't know
1: yeah, i think it's better now yeah, in Iceland. A, at least uh what I what I experienced there, uh everywhere we, we went, uh, the, the dish was this was perfect. Mm. But what you have learned yourself, uh maybe in Denmark, basically mm. when you when when you left Iceland, this is exactly what we are trying to learn, uh what we are trying teach, to teach yeah. uh people here that mm. it's not, not only a salmon and carp and that you have like f- fifty options. different wow. options and that it's Easy to cook, easy to prepare. You don't need to spend three hours in the kitchen. Mm. It's, it's about uh, oh, It's a
0: beautiful ingredient. you know it's like 15 it minutes in the oven yeah. and then you're good, you know yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah or you fry it on the pan or whatever you want to do.
1: And we try to teach them how to how to recognize a, a good fish from the bad fish because the, the, the general the, the, the general level of knowledge in fish is extremely low. Uh, you 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 wouldn't even believe what 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 we are facing, what uh, mm. uh, what troubles, what uh, stigmas questions and in, uh, questions we we are facing. For example, we are we are delivering at Boxy. We are delivering the fish frozen, because the market is too small. If you want to offer such a variety in a, in a stable quality, uh, you 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 don't reach it in in fresh. Uh, and also, we hate to. Uh, you know put it in a bin because when it, it, it's simply not our way how to how to do things and freezing is totally natural way how to... I and mean,
0: they do it at sea i mean they yeah. they, they take it yeah. out of the ocean and then freeze yeah. it in three hours later so it's yeah. actually more fresh than you would ever get a fresh fish yeah but people don't know this
1: no and they sell they tell you uh, I hate I hate frozen fish. Mm. Why? Because thirty years, it was all rubbish in the in the in the retail freezes here. Uh, gorbusha salmon from China. I, I wouldn't feed a dog with that. Uh, and and a cod was here sold as, as you know as the blocks, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, but when you when you ask them, okay, so so you buy fresh fish? Yes, I do. Uh, where where you buy a good fish? At Macro, of course. Yeah, Macro knows how to how to do fish. But you you buy the whole fillet, right? Yeah, 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 I buy the whole fillet, and what you do with the whole fillet? Do you eat, the, eat it at home at once? No, no, no. I cut it in half and put it in freezer.
0: Yes, <laughs> which is actually worse because I know that about fish. You should either freeze it right away or not.
1: Exactly, <laughs> and uh, when when you freeze it in your freezer, which mm. is uh, not strong enough with mm. with lower temperature, you you break the structure and mm. and you uh, you are actually freezing the, the fish, which is five, six, ten, maybe twelve days old. Exactly. Uh, uh, or you can you can buy my fish which is frozen like in 20 uh, 24 hours after after the catch mm-hmm. uh, At latest uh, packed portioned mm-hmm. most of the times without the bones and and have it in a perfect condition but mm-hmm. you know the, the, these stigmas of fro- freezing and frozen fish is something that we, we it, it's it's extremely hard to break and we under we underestimated this this point mm-hmm. strongly
0: but are you so I guess, and I saw that. I mean, as a, as a customer of your of of Boxy, um, um, there is a lot of lot of information that comes with it, and a lot of communication with with the customer um, that takes place. And it's very, yeah, I have to say, it's a it was a nice journey, you know. Like, I mean, I have to say though, I mean, in in this country, there is a lot of e stores that are doing. Like uh, delivery store, they're doing a great job. It's mm-hmm. a very advanced business here, but you guys are doing it with a very nice f- f- touch, somehow. You know, I, I yeah, I,
1: you know what, what the difference is. Uh, we, we, I don't want to build another rohlik. Tomáš super did a great job. Rohlik
0: is the biggest online supermarket here, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but I don't want to offer uh 40 types of ham. Mm. Uh, how how should you as a customer decide which one is is correct, which one is good for you? Will you read all the information by all the products? No, you would spend eight hours by, mm-hmm. by one shopping basket. So we said with bo- uh, when we, when we set up the boxy that we will only get from each product one uh, uh, from each category one one product from one producer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But we are extremely sure how the product. Uh, reach Boxy and will reach you. Mm-hmm. And we know all the story behind. We know the people. We know the faces. I hate the industrial food. I hate the anonymous mass of anything. Mm-hmm. We want to deliver you not only filling for your stomach, but the whole experience. Experience, yeah, that, that's the right word. And you should you should know uh, where it comes from, how it was produced, why is here, why we think it's it's good, and. Uh, uh, for me, uh, food and basically the act of eating is not about being hungry and then suddenly not being hungry, but you uh, it, it it all connects with your with your health, with mm-hmm. in the end with your mental health, how mm-hmm. you feel, how you live, and you should uh, when when you take care of what you eat, uh, you I, I'm pretty sure your your life will be a little bit richer and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would I say? It?
0: You'll be happier. You in your soul and your body and everywhere yeah um i mean now so you start this business just when covid is starting so i guess um i mean yeah i mean people here in this country are very used to ordering things i mean there's a ha- very high number of i often wonder why if, if czech people just don't like people so they want to order things online rather than going <laughs> and meet people i often thought about it but so you had covid so i guess uh people were maybe spending more time at home and they were ready to order and, and cook for themselves and now uh, now we're paying for covid through the inflation and now we're going to pay for the war in ukraine also how is this going to how does this affect a business like boxy i mean will you i mean i guess there are goods and bads to this right
1: exactly um all mo- most of people um when we when we discuss boxing, when we started and how we started, uh, most of people say, "Oh, you were so lucky that the COVID came, basically, mm-hmm. because it boosted up the the delivery business." And I say, uh, "Yes or yes and no. Uh, yes, because it it is really a natural part of of the behavior here here already. Although the the, the there is only seven percent of of food sold online." and we are still the second evolved market in europe mm-hmm. uk is maybe 7.5 uh and it's a good work of of Roglic and and these these guys that basically uh, they paved taught, the way yeah. yeah 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 but when we started uh we started uh october 2020 which was basically the second covid wave here
2: mm-hmm.
1: and those times everyone was online Mm-hmm. Uh, all the companies went online. So suddenly,
0: so you had no competitive advantage. no, no,
1: mm-hmm. no, no. Everyone went online. and uh, the the information era was so dense those mm-hmm. times. Uh, and, and you stop like, advertisements. Exactly, and, and the co- for example, the cost of campaigns and the cost of advertising and Google search and everything this this, this uh, shot through the ceiling. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. what we have budgeted for mm-hmm. for the promotions and, and and you know for the marketing activities, we had to multiply by three
2: mm-hmm.
1: because I was preparing the the financial plan like a year ago. You, you don't build the company. Yeah, yeah, you a don't build COVID in, into it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, basically, it, it didn't make the start easier.
0: Mm-hmm. But you don't think like this inflation uh, and and that, as you said in the beginning, people will need to eat they will they will there will be a lot of other stuff that they will stop buying before they would stop buying your fish,
2: yeah,
1: and uh I think it it could be a bigger problem for the the biggest retailers and mm-hmm. the bigger competitors, but uh taking in account who who is our customer and who is the typical customer of boxy mm. it's someone who as, as we discussed it is it, someone who cares about what, what what he or she eats take a little bit more care yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, sustainability is not a not, 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 not a bad word for him so these kind of people will not change the habits
0: no they will maybe go one less holiday per year or something they will but the, the last thing they will compromise
1: is their health. Exactly. So, mm. in 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 in, uh, in this point, from this point of view, uh, we we always bet on on a long term strategy. Mm. Uh, yes, we could have we could have uh, grown much faster if we if we had uh, a larger portfolio, maybe cheaper things. But we stick with our philosophy, and mm. uh, we see it as more more stable, slower. Yes, but but more stable.
0: Do you think you want to bring some, I mean, I know you have not just Icelandic products, you have products from elsewhere, but are there any other Icelandic products that you thought about bringing here?
1: Uh, LAMP. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I am flying to Iceland on on Sunday mm-hmm. uh, and we want to take a look into the LAMP, okay. which what I have learned is also a top quality mm-hmm. product and it's not only the New Zealand, but Iceland is also mm-hmm. a huge producer mm-hmm. of
0: yeah, we have good lamb, but that's actually, this, this is also an interesting <laughs> thing. That's something that our moms and grandmoms fucking butchered, and they cooked it for like one and a half hour, and, and I didn't, I remember when I moved away from my mom, I, I got first time like a medium rare, or like medium lamb, and I just, that was the first time that I realized that lamb <laughs> has blot in it, you know, that I just, my mom had cooked it until it was gray forever, yeah, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh- True. Um... I'm laughing a bit because uh, 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 now I realize that the lamb would be probably the, the same bad idea as fish because the lamb is not the most popular meat in Czech Republic. Yeah. So, so we go
0: w- ahead. This is a great idea. <laughs> so like. we,
1: we will we will struggle most yeah. probably uh, the same the same uh, problems as 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 we did with with. And fish.
0: when you're just about to give up, just make your girlfriend pregnant and then everything will be fine.
1: Ah, uh, we already have a second daughter. She's she's now uh, almost six months old. So. Uh-huh. N- now is the happy time you know when 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 you have a hard day at work and you come back home and the little one just smiles at uh, you
0: everything disappears yeah oh. yeah but um i was wondering now because you do business in in iceland and i'm obviously from iceland so i'm curious like how it looks from a from a distance for a foreigner i mean i i living here i have a lot of ideas and opinions about the Czech republic but it's mm-hmm. interesting to hear what what do you think? So it's six, seven years that you've been doing business yep. with Icelandic people. Yeah. How does it look from the distance, and how is it to do business there?
1: Do you want to hear the modest answer or the <laughs> or the truth?
0: The truth. <laughs> Only the truth.
1: Okay. From my point of view, the beginnings are hard. Uh, you don't really let the people come too close too soon, and uh, someone from outside have to themselves prove themselves and you know earn the respect mm-hmm. which is kind of fine for me uh and then uh, when, when when you pass this point I see Icelanders as very warm and welcoming people and when when we buy when we create a friendship it lasts you know it's uh then the bond is strong mm-hmm. uh what I, don't like about Icelanders i often see that you missed the last mile uh, yes. many many times it was 95 percent okay but you were not <laughs> able to finish the job
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and i don't know if, if if it's true or i just had a bad luck
0: no i think i think you're absolutely right but i think it's uh we kind of, we are very enthusiastic when we start and then we kind of like, ah, this is getting boring. Let's <laughs> go and do something else.
1: Uh, m- maybe, uh, maybe somehow connected uh, because I, I have the experience from, from the fish business. And uh, yeah, it was, was also kind of funny, you know, uh, a lot of companies from, from oh, most, most of the Icelandic companies are exporting by pallets or by, by the full trucks or containers to US, to UK. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly came two guys from Prague uh, and wanted to buy uh, 50 kilos of this and 200 kilos of that and promising that in four or five years it will be the pallets and maybe the, the full containers. So uh, most most of the guys uh, opened the, the map and tried to, to find where the Prague is yeah. <laughs> because the Central and Eastern Europe no, is not, not the biggest exporting market for, for the Icelandic companies. Mm. And uh, luckily, uh, we had the, uh, already established some relation with the guys who, you know, I was buying the mm. or I was selling, selling the, the packaging the packaging machines. M- machines too. So, uh, Robert, Robert helped us a lot. He he mm. was ex uh, fish fisherman and, and, and uh, a man in the in the fish business. And in in that period of time, he he basically jumped out of it for a while and and did the packaging business. Mm. And he helped us a lot in the in the beginnings. And he he used his personal contacts in, in the pro, by the producers and fishermen to basically enable us to start somehow. Mm-hmm. But, but it's
0: it's it's really interesting to hear you say this about the ninety five percent or you know the 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 last mile somehow. I think I, I think we are. And we have this mentality that. We have this saying in Iceland that it will and and the and the translation it will it will sort itself out, mm-hmm. like, and and for me, um,
1: yeah, it's like uh, uh, it happens all the time. Even even after the five years when I think we we have a relation, you know, we are a loyal customer, it works. Somehow you 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 uh, you get a confirmation that all the. All the fishes uh, will arrive to the airport, and suddenly it uh, the it comes, and two pallets are missing. And you yeah. say, "What happened?" Uh, well, yeah, I thought uh, it was confirmed. It was not. Yeah, we do a better next time. <laughs>
0: uh, it's a. It's, I, I, I think often, and how often, you know, we often obviously in Iceland, we have a lot of conversations about this, you know, is it because we don't have a military, we don't have a discipline, you know, like we, mm-hmm. it's it's a wild country in some way. Yep. And you mentioned it earlier about our relationship with the nature. And for example, and you're absolutely right. My dream was to be a fisherman. My father was a fisherman and I wanted to go and be a, on a fishing boat, you know, and be dirty and come home with a lot of money and get drunk and, and, uh. But I went to a farm instead and that's how it kind of was you were either working in fish or you're working in a
1: farm so or nowadays a tourist business yeah that's the third yeah, line, yeah, I yeah.
0: guess. but uh, so you and and in those industries I mean and, and to some extent in the tourist business as well it's the nature is the product it's the workplace it's it's everything and and I remember for example we because the summers are very short, so we mm-hmm. had to make hay for the animals to be able to feed them throughout the winter. And sometimes it had been raining maybe for three weeks, and then it dried out, and we could go out say, okay, now we go and dry, you know, we cut the grass, we yep. dry the hay, and we're going to make those hay balls, and we're going to collect it into the barn. All of this had to happen and before the next rain would come in four days. So you just worked 24-7, and it didn't matter if you were 10 years old, 12 years old or something. And... So you had this always this mentality of sprints. It was always a sprint, mm-hmm. just to get something done, and it was okay. It wasn't perfect, because you, more important just to get it done somehow. Understand. So we, I think, a lot of our mentality comes from this. The same with the fishing. Okay, the weather is nice. Okay, take out the boat, go and fish, because otherwise we'll starve in the winter. And it's the same there. You know, okay, it's it's fine if it's not perfect because we saved. We we got fish to survive or whatever. I, I think we really have a lot of this in our mind. Huh? Plus, we don't specialize. Everyone has to be good in very many things because mm-hmm. the market is so small. So you cannot be a lawyer that, I don't know, is only a divorced lawyer. You mm-hmm. also need to know how to do, I don't know, business law or criminal law or something like that. You cannot be a, a shop that sells only beef. It has to have a lot of other stuff as well.
1: Maybe, maybe this is the answer. Mm. I don't know. I will have a better sleep now. Yeah. When, when, when I know where, where, where it comes from. But it still doesn't make it easier. No, no, no. <laughs> and
0: I and I, I see it myself after leaving Iceland and, and having, you know, I had big business in, in, in Denmark, you know, where I was heading a company with 2,000 employees and 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 they had this fucking crazy guy at the top that 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 had no discipline and and just ah oh, try this do that let's oh let's see you know okay it will sort itself out and nothing ever sorts <laughs> itself out you know no <laughs> it's that's wishful thinking you know because mm-hmm. there is nothing that sorts things out that, it's, that somebody has to do it in the end you know um
1: Okay, yeah. but in Indian the end, is, is is not that bad. No, uh, no, I, I no, mean, I mean st- still the 95% is there. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, exactly <laughs> the 95, and that's more than in many other places. But yeah. uh, so, where are you gonna take it from here? You you gonna maybe find some more products? Uh, do you think that Boxy will go outside of Czech Republic, or or you, or you you still have a lot of work to do here?
1: Uh, that's the plan. We will expand the portfolio. We are we will definitely jump into the meat and basically we want to cover other categories as yeah. well with with the same idea with the yeah. same mindset uh,
0: limited ca- yeah. limited range but quality story yeah. authenticity I like that
1: and uh yeah, the, the big plan is to go go abroad and, mm-hmm. and maybe build a uh, build a CE company mm-hmm. uh, active in, in the whole region. Mm-hmm. That was also one of the reasons why we why we chose the BOXY name because uh, you can it's an international yeah international uh, world. But uh, still a lot of work to do here. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's as as I mentioned, we, we didn't fa- uh, we didn't choose the easiest way. But we think we chose the right way uh what we believe basically when when we decide whether to put the product at boxy or not the the final decision is would i would I give it to my daughters or not
0: hmm so that's why you had the kids
1: yeah <laughs> as, as as a laose paper <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, yeah, <laughs> to to, yeah. to decide uh wh- wh- where to sell or not to sell um, not not to sell the kids <laughs> just to sell the products
0: yeah <laughs> um where can people follow? So that's boxy, B-O-X-X-I dot CZ. That's the, the homepage. Yes. Uh, that's the same. I will put all these links in the episode description, but that, there's an Instagram as well, boxy.
1: Boxy CZ is the Instagram. Is there a Facebook or Facebook something? Facebook as well. And we have our small shop in Nusle, uh-huh. in Mojmirova street, where everyone can find us. So um, if
0: I buy online, I could come and pick up there, or or, or I can also buy the shop the product from the shelf
1: yes, there. Yes, you uh-huh. can. And we uh, we are not active only in, in Prague and surroundings, but we are able to deliver, I would say, to 80, 80 percent of address in the Czech Republic. So we, uh-huh. we 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 do we didn't want to build another fancy Prague project and and, and in commerce, but uh, we wanted to open open the gates also mm. outside outside of, of Prague.
0: So the voters of Seman. Can also order fish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, guys, check check out Boxy because what what is what is cool about it? And if you if you're living here in the Czech Republic and you're you're listening, uh, then what what I really like about Boxy is that they actually give a lot of information about the, the 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 product and how to treat it and how to cook it and how to prepare it before you cook it. And um, fish does not have to be something bad that has been cooked for. 30 minutes or 40 minutes in a restaurant and and, you, and it's drier than a paper clip or paper bag or whatever the fuck it is so check out uh, Marek's company boxy.cset with two X's and uh, Marek it's been a pleasure having you
1: thank you Almar yeah. it's been a pleasure for me as well
0: we, we went all over the place but that seems to be like the name of the game in my podcast that it kind of goes everywhere
1: <laughs> thank you I thank you very much